0: This is WOMMLP, operating out of Burlington, Vermont, 105.9 The Radiator. Good evening, it's The Rocket Shop. I'm your host, Tom Proctor, and with me tonight is Johanna Rose. Hello.
1: Hello.
0: Welcome back into the Big Heavy World studio. Yeah,
1: it's nice to be here.
0: Yeah, well, yeah we saw you, obviously, a few weeks ago with your other band, LaVendula.
1: Yes.
0: I'm really glad you've come back in. I've, we've been listening to your repeat pretty much on repeat, so. Thank
1: uh, you, and I appreciate
0: it. Really excited to see you live. So, yeah, we like kicking it off with a song, so what you got for us?
1: yeah uh, i'm gonna actually play the first song on the ep it's called what if i told you it's a song about skinny dipping kind of hard to imagine right now with it being so cold but here you go
0: By Johanna Rose, uh, so that's the first track of your recently released EP. Can't Love You From the Ground. Yeah. Um, this great. It's a great EP. I high recommend anyone to go band camp and find uh, find it. It's fantastic. Was it recorded in a similar way to the Lavendula uh, work, which was done? If I correct me from wrong here, in the treehouse that you live in.
1: Yeah. Um, so I recorded. Both of them. I recorded the Lavengela stuff mostly, that was like a little bit in the treehouse, but mostly various living rooms. Um, but I have done a lot of audio engineering. I used to do live sound before COVID and before my treehouse days. Um, but this one I recorded mostly in the treehouse, um, just with the basics, but, uh, I like to layer stuff a lot, and then I, I was lucky enough to have some good friends, um, my, my friend Will Hansen also goes by Old Pup, as you can find his music, um, send me some pedal steel tracks, and then Ernest Bruce Abartis, uh, played fiddle, he sent me some tracks, and then my friend Katie Lynn sent a piano track, and all of those people are in Wisconsin, so there's a little bit of, uh, emailing going on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, also kind of amazing that we can kind of do that these days, that, that you can get a good enough quality track to send into your email or into a Dropbox at least to be able to then be put together on a record and you don't really hear any kind of quality loss from it.
1: Totally, yeah. I mean, um, I mixed I mixed some of these songs, um, but my brother actually mixed a lot of the songs on the EP I, I finally was like, okay, you know what? <laughs> I can record it. I can play it. I can write it. I should probably let someone else also <laughs> do some mixing on it because I was driving myself crazy. Um, and But there's a vibe that I like, and I think that it, it kind of glues it together. If you If you have the sounds you want and you put a little bit on everything, you can create a room, even if it's... I mean, preferably you just want that room to exist and you're all in it together, but um, it's a great alternative.
0: Is it a point, because uh, it's, you're a session musician uh, or a touring musician as well, um, you have access or to, to recording studios and, and places like that where you can kind of, you know with all the bells and whistles, get stuff down. Is there a point of pride of doing it in your treehouse? Is, is it the kind of the atmosphere that, that comes with that?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's not a studio that I work with in Vermont. There's some great studios I work with in Wisconsin. And then um, my friend uh, Brian, well, and he has a studio in his house that actually the third track on the EP was recorded in, and Mm. that's in Portland, Oregon. Um, But I do. I wanted, I like to, I'm pretty independent. I like to, you know, record my own music and chop my own wood you know
0: it's like it's part of <laughs> the two go hand in hand, hand. <laughs> yeah um so that's quite interesting as well because as you you're saying before you know you you wrote all the lyrics you recorded the whole thing you, you you put the whole thing together you've created this imaginary room if you will with all these other musicians and you kind of finally gave over that last piece to your brother
1: i just wanted to boss my brother
0: around, <laughs> you know <laughs> But you are, you do you tour with other bands? Obviously, you got Lavangelo as well. But it, you you seem very fiercely independent. Is that just with the your solo work, or do you kind of bring that into your other work as well with your other your other bands?
1: Um, I think I'm a. I mean, I'm a bass player. So, fu- um, <laughs> historically and like I'd say, that's my main instrument is upright bass. Um, so I think when you play that instrument, you like to collaborate. You like to play with other people, and I I like to be a good team player and and you know. Um, be positive, but also fun. <laughs> yeah, I might be. I can be a pain in the ass. Is that what you're asking me? No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, it it seems that um, you obviously get on very well with with. But at the very least, um, yeah. I'm sure you got very well with the, the bands you tour with as well. Otherwise, they wouldn't keep inviting you on tour. It's true. No, I feel
1: lucky to do it with them. But yeah.
0: But you, you do have this, obviously, this kind of, uh, you when it comes to your own music, you like this sense of control. You like me on to put things together. And it was wondering if that does come out at all in the other bands. Or you, in those situations, you're kind of like stepping back. You're like, okay, this is not... I'm not the guy running the show on this one. And then when it is, you know, your solo work, you're like, okay, no, I am actually going to have full creative control here.
1: Totally. I mean, I think, like, we we all create, like, a pretty good community where we're always sending each other tracks and we're like, what do you think of this new song? Or, like, do you have an idea for a bridge here? And I have some really great musician friends that I do that a lot with. Um, so, like, definitely, like, if we're in a rehearsal and I have an idea, like, oh, what if we ended like this? I'll, I feel comfortable speaking up, but that's kind of like the projects you want to be in is where everyone's voice counts, but for sure, like, you're trying to to make the songwriter's vision come true, you know, mm. and you're just, like, trying to create, make their dream happen. And then they do it for me when I, like, bring them a song and they're playing on my stuff so that's I think it's a nice balance it's in a really nice exchange
0: you you have had other EPs Um, this is a third EP right is that is that correct I think so so how long have you been doing the solo work for
1: well not actually that long Um, I always wrote and played in bands um, but I used to write so- my songs on piano um, and then play them on bass. Um, but when COVID happened, I realized I probably had to figure out a way to play solo that wasn't lugging a piano <laughs> around. And I just wanted to, you know, play an instrument on the beach. So I didn't start playing guitar until just a couple years ago. And that's, um, and that kind of changed my song writing a little bit because, you know, with the piano, I, the whole world is, like, right there. But the guitar, since I was, like, learning it more, it felt a little bit more limited, but in, like, a a way that expanded the possibilities, kind of, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. So when... I mean, I'm not a musician, so with the piano, just because you think about the keys, what, yeah. what, what what do you mean when you say kind of the whole world's there, whereas with a, with a guitar, you're limited? Um,
1: well, I was just... I mean, only limited by myself because it's. I was still mm, like trying to make sense of the instrument. Mm. Um, but with piano, it just feels very straightforward, and you can really, at least for me, I I feel um, like you can make any chord possible. But you know, I was still like making up chords on the guitar, And being like, "This is probably a chord. Sounds like a chord to <laughs> me." So, so that's. Uh, kind of how that happened. Um, But yeah, I was just happy to have an instrument I could walk around the woods with and scare the
0: bears away. (laughs) Uh, And what was the decision behind getting the the steel guitar? I mean, this is a gorgeous guitar that you're playing, and obviously you're not going to be hearing this if you're just listening. If you're you're watching, you'll be able to see. But it's a a gorgeous steel guitar. It's not the acoustic guitar you're used to seeing coming to the studio.
1: Well, I'll tell you, I got it because... I was like, man, that guitar has a hubcap in it. I bet it will <laughs> hold up pretty strong in a treehouse through the winter because my other guitars were, like, not having it. They were
0: well, like, the, the strings <laughs> are snapping and yeah. the wood's getting warped.
1: They were, they were unhappy. So <laughs> I, I got this one because I thought it looked strong yeah. and durable.
0: I mean, it and goes very well with the, the kind of style of music that you play as well
1: yeah i mean i really i also love the sound obviously it's got like a kind of darker um kind of sounds like a banjo sometimes like it it's i play really still bass heavy like everything my mind is still very bass focused so like i feel like it 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 lends itself to that
0: yeah and oh well it does look Incredibly rugged. It looks like it can do a couple of winters before it completely packs up.
1: Yeah, I mean, it needs some tune-ups, but it's been doing pretty good.
0: Just talking of which, you're going into your second year of, uh, of treehouse living in the winter. Have you have you cut all the logs at this point? Are you, are you ready to go?
1: Oh, no, I'm still... St- I still got a cord under a tarp that I need to <laughs> stack naturally. And uh, uh, split wood every day. I split as I go. I have a pretty tiny stove, so... I got to kind of, kind of, it's just part of the daily chores, which I really like. I like winter being something you have to survive instead of like something you're hiding from. Mm. Like I've done a lot of city winters and it's like, you're more just like trying to stay out of it. But treehouse winter is like you're in it. Yeah. It's happening.
0: The moment you wake up, you have to, <laughs> you get to get faced, faced with the day very yes. quickly.
1: very quickly.
0: Are you a are you a morning shopping wooder or are you an evening or afternoon shopping wooder?
1: I'm like a afternoon wood shopper. I'd say like three o'clock is a great time when you're like, man, I got an hour before. This <laughs> Just as that down. sun's going
0: <laughs> going down behind a big uh, a big mountain. Exactly. Uh, well, I'd love to hear another song. So what you go.
1: Sure. Um, I'm gonna play a song called Car Angel. And it's uh, where the title of the EP comes from, Um, Can't Love You From the Ground, and you'll probably hear the line.
0: Heart Angel. Uh, does the Heart Angel know that they've got a song dedicated to them? They do. Yes. You know, <laughs> were they pleased when they first heard it?
1: They were, yeah. Yeah. They uh, they showed it to their uh, co-workers. There's a crew of, of linemen that I think are pretty into that song. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm very sure. In fact, it wasn't until this listen that I realized it was about line men or line people at least yeah um yeah uh could you tell me a little bit more background about about this song
1: um yeah i mean i think it's i just wanted to write about the whole ep is just kind of about living up where i'm living and the people that i'm surrounded by and um my dad was a union carpenter and so i grew up like with the blue collar five am wake up coffee coming home like just beat at the end of the day but you know still like loving what he did and loving being outside and not you know behind a desk I don't think that I think he tried it once it didn't work out (laughs) Um, so I just kind of wanted to write an anthem to that and and also you're worried about them all day, still, because the jobs are dangerous and they're really hard. But you get it, so it's just trying to capture that.
0: Yeah, you, you mentioned um, in the explanation, the blurb for the for the album about the juxtaposition, about living in the final throes of late stage capitalism, but then also being in the most beautiful place on earth. So um, with like this song and, and other songs in the in the out al- on the EP. How how do you kind of tackle that with your lyricism? I mean, I'm
1: always trying to tell the closest to the truth that I can. Um, but I think, like, a lot of it is, like, still including nature in, in your songs when you're talking about, like, tougher stuff, like, you know, watching the stars burn up in the dawn and mm. just trying to capture, like how gorgeous it is because like even when you're like broke and trying to get to work and you've got last year's snow tires on (laughs) you're like but dang those mountains are nice Mm -hmm. (laughs) so just kind of doing that
0: yeah so like kind of i don't know bringing you back to center when you know things aren't going right and you've got no money and Work does sometimes suck, and, but then, the nature kind of bringing you back to that. What's really important is that is that the message yeah. kind yeah of going through um, this.
1: Definitely, I feel like, like, uh, there's a lot of things that are trying to distract us from the fact that like, it's incredible, to be alive and that everything. Like. Even the darkest feelings and, and the hardest parts are have some little bit of beauty in them because it's just because it's part of being alive. Mm. And it is beautiful by by
0: principle. Um if that answers your question. Yeah, no, I think it does, yeah. Um so there is a lot in obviously this album about where you are living at the moment, which is the Northeast Kingdom. Now, you're actually from Wisconsin originally.
1: I am, I'm from Wisconsin, but I grew up coming out to Vermont because my mom's extended family lives out here. And um, as a little kid, I used to say I was half Jewish and half Vermonter. And that's like <laughs> that's like how I made sense in the world. Um, but then when COVID happened, I had been a touring musician and audio engineer. Um, and both of those jobs were like just done. Mm. Um, so my mom had bought like a hillside in, uh, 2018 up in the Northeast kingdom. We were like, mom, why'd you buy this hill? And then COVID happened. We were like, great job (laughs) buying that hill. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and that's kind of how tree houses started. My, my mom has a little, a little tiny house. My sister has a tree house that she built. She's a carpenter and I'm a fake carpenter and I have a tree house that I built. Um,
0: a fake carpenter, isn't isn't? You don't work as my a carpenter sister, for no, a living, or
1: my sister measures a little more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I really like to eyeball things.
0: Right, right. Yeah.
1: Um, so your treehouse is a bit
0: more like crooked and higgledy piggledy. Yeah. Higgledy.
1: Like actually, yeah,
0: definitely for yeah. sure. <laughs> Few uh, the the wind comes in at night and yeah. There's some there's r- some cracks. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but it's okay.
0: Uh, how close is your sister's treehouse? Can you can you get a rope oh, bridge yeah. between the t- two?
1: It's it's right there. She oh. built it after me too, so you know, she she knew what she was doing. She she copied <laughs> you effectively.
0: So your whole family moved up our mass and and um, live in the. Well, I'm house. the only one
1: who winters, but up in the summer there's just lots of people up there. My mom's a child of nine. I got a real big family, and they're all musicians on that side. So we have a. Yeah, we have a good, good time in the summer around the fire.
0: So that hillside in the summertime is just full of music and full of people, yeah. and full of family members. That must be incredible to yeah, be part of. It's pretty great. Are you that. all carpenters to a degree? Because if you're dad, yeah. I'm assuming. I mean, if
1: you're a musician, you better figure out <laughs> how to make money.
0: <laughs>
1: so everyone's pretty handy um, in my family,
0: I'd say. Is there going to be other any projects? on the horizon here i mean ob- obviously in the spring you know you seem to survive the winter first but if your sister's already made a tree house you've got one what's next on the on the agenda for the for the spring of 2023
1: i personally want to build a piano shack and just like somehow get uh upright piano up the hill and through the woods and like build a little lean-to for it Maybe like have it like a double decker so that there's like a sleeping loft above the piano. It can be like an extra guest room. So it's like a clear ceiling.
0: So just specifically a shack for a, pian- a, lean yes. to for a piano, a lean-to specifically for a piano. Yeah, that would be um, yeah, uh, a lot of work. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> especially if that's to go up a hill, but definitely worth it in the end.
1: I mean, and then when the piano gets wrecked from the weather, which will happen quickly.
0: Yeah,
1: I'll plant flowers in it. I currently have a bathtub full of sunflowers. I think a piano full of daisies, right next to the bathtub full of sunflowers, would be pretty aesthetically pleasing.
0: I like your long-term vision here. Yeah, thank you. Um, in fact, I've just realized that that bathtub full of sunflowers is the uh, the cover of the 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 recent EP. That
1: that is. My mom took that picture.
0: It's it's a great picture. So oh, this yeah. is this is on your <laughs> property. This is on on your yeah. That's hillside. my garden. Oh, That's wonderful. Yeah. Um, so that's your uh, that's your project uh, on on the land for 2023 in the spring. What's... I mean,
1: probably not actually. <laughs> but there's a lot. Of, there's always stuff to fix and do and, and move around. Um, we still have some work to do on my sister's treehouse too. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm actually going to be heading out a little bit in January. I'm going to do another run with uh, Nick Gamer, um, Playbase with him and then um i'm planning a little solo um tour down the east coast all the way to new orleans
0: wow yeah so first off let's just talk about nick gamer a little bit so you, yeah. you've you've toured with him a fair amount you you toured with him in this this autumn as well right
1: yeah we just did this recent run down um from down Oregon and all the way down the California coast, which was really, really fun. It was a really great time.
0: And he just doesn't take a break. He's just like, I'm going back home for a month and then I'm back on the road again. And you're like, all right, then that's yeah. it's a paycheck. <laughs> Plus also probably a lot of fun. But it's,
1: yeah, it's a great time.
0: Where we're, are you guys going great. in January?
1: We're just doing a short run uh, through uh, Washington and Oregon. Just a few shows. Um but I, I, I left my folding bass in uh, Oregon, which is how I travel with my upright. Mm. I have a bass that the neck folds into the back of. Um, they're made by Charlie Chadwick out of Nashville. He's a genius. Um, but I kind of almost missed my flight, mm. and Huck, the drummer, was, was, uh, I w- I was <laughs> he gave me a ride in his truck, and the, the upright was in the back of the truck. And I just, I had like 40 minutes to get on the plane. I was like, Huck, you just got to take this base <laughs> right back to Brian's and hold on to it. I'll come back for it. So um, there's also a little bit of a
0: base retrieval. Right. Is it's like necessary for you to go out. Otherwise, you're just going to be spending the same amount of money to, to get a, I mean, fly yeah, a base I mean, back over to I the gotta East Coast. Get
1: a, I got to get the base. Yeah. And obviously see the friends. Right. So. I'm hoping to ride horses,
0: too. Do you feel like you kind of got a foot in boat on both coasts then? Because it seems like you go over to, that west, over to the West Coast very I well.
1: mean, I used to live out in Portland. That's yeah. how I know, know these these people. Um, but, yeah, I feel like where I'm, I'm definitely like home is the treehouse, mm. but I'm a little bit of a hot mess right now in the sense that I want to be in a lot of places <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. Um, so I think like, you know, I used to travel pretty much most of the of the year and then got rooted, but I I did a little bit of traveling again and I was I'm realizing that I really like it. Mm. So I think I'll probably be all over the place this year.
0: So you're kind of facing your own kind of I don't know, dichotomy, the dux position between the, the your two your two ideals.
1: Yes. Yeah. Just uh yeah, I wish I could like go play a show in Portland and then come home to the treehouse in northern Vermont. Uh, you know what I mean.
0: And that's still like an attractive thing to co- to come back home at nine thirty at night when it's snow on the ground and it's
1: right. The moon is five full. degrees. The you're screech like, owl, owls are being crazy. Like
0: the stove <laughs> is stone cold. It's gonna take a, it's gonna take an age to get that thing up to any kind of heat. And you're like, yeah, this is, that's the place I want to sleep.
1: It's true. It is
0: wild. Yeah. Uh, tell me a little bit about your, your own tour, your solo tour.
1: Oh, um, it's, it's in the works. It occurred to me that I should tour down to New Orleans about three weeks ago. so <laughs> then I. Started sending some emails and uh, they are are responding, which is great. So I think it's gonna be like New York. Maybe it's gonna be like New York City. Mm. I'm gonna like hang out there for a sec. Then North Carolina, then Nashville, and then New Orleans. So some
0: big jumps there.
1: Yeah, I'm just. Uh, those are the places I really want to go. So. That's how we're doing it. I mean, uh, no reason or rhyme to anything really. I mean, nothing <laughs> makes sense if we really think about it. So, I'm just trying to do exactly what I want.
0: Yeah, I love yeah. that. At least you're going down in like, you know, kind of a geographical order. Yeah, you're, it's
1: like a nice little.
0: Yeah, yeah. You're not doing like New York, New Orleans, North Carolina, right. or something right. silly like that.
1: Well, it is south.
0: Yes, you are going yeah. consistently in the same direction. Um, which, uh, I, I remember when you came on with Lavengela, uh, you did mention that New Orleans, one of the three of you mentioned that New Orleans would be the best place to busk. So is that something yeah. that you're looking forward to doing there?
1: Um, I am looking forward to doing that there. I'm trying to play as much music as I can with as many people as I can. And then also, um, I'm trying to dance. I'm trying to learn how to seriously dance. I want to two-step, I want to... Swing dance. I want to I wanna do all the dancing. So I'm hoping to just dance a lot and play a lot of music.
0: Yeah. This is, there's quite a lot riding on this tour, it seems. Um, we got the dancing and the playing as many people as possible. And Yeah. And it's all came together in three weeks.
1: I mean, yeah, it's crazy how, we're, how those, <laughs> those things work out.
0: <laughs> well, we'd love to hear another song. So what have you got?
1: Oh, you know what? I think I'm going to play you a new song. Um it's maybe called All My Favorite Songs but it's not printed so it can it could change. <laughs> I used to spend the day you
2: die down at the bar with them a- down the rocks you'd put a boiler in that old jukebox and you'd see best.
0: Songs there by Johanna Rose. So that one's that one's a new new one. That's not on any EP that is uh never been recorded. That's that's as a brand spanking new track?
1: It is. I mean I played it, I finished it in a, a parking lot out west. Um, it's where I do my best songwriting just parking lots. Um and uh I started playing it. I was doing on the last run with Nick Gamer, I was playing bass in his his band but i also opened half of the shows solo so i started playing it just like on the tour trying it in front of different people and kind of changing the song a little bit every night and um yeah it feels like it's it's there maybe
0: yeah <laughs> it's i mean uh, so many of your songs has got, uh, got this close your eyes and you're traveling through it you know a, a desert from small church to Kind of dive bar, and uh, you've got this real southern twang to you, but you're not—you're from Wisconsin, and you've—you've mm-hmm. in Vermont, and obviously you've—you've lived in Portland. You're very far away from the south, and yet you've got this real kind of deserty feel to your songs. Where did that? Where does that come from?
1: I think it came from my dad. I mean, he raised me on Johnny Cash, Merle Haggard. Um, you know, George Jones, Ernest Tubb, Dolly Parton, Tina Turner. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Tina Turner, the boss, I, think, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I thought a
1: boss I thought a boss was Bruce Springsteen until <laughs> I was like seven and then I was like, Oh, that's
0: what a boss is. That's, that's a beautiful That's a beautiful thing <laughs> to think a boss is. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh,
1: but I grew up listening to a lot of that, that stuff and then playing upright bass, I played I've played like a lot of bluegrass in like traditional country and bluegrass music most of my life, so I think it all kinda puts it in there. But I remember my high school boyfriend like when I was singing, he was like, You sound like a like you have like a country voice and it was like an
0: insult then.
1: <laughs> I was thinking the other day, I was like, Yeah, I mean it kinda worked out
0: though for me. <laughs> did you did you start out playing country and bluegrass or did you start out, you know, punk or garage or Oh
1: punk for yeah. sure. Yeah. Pink Mohawk like
0: Oh you did? The oh, full yeah. the full thing?
1: Full thing. huh And I have pretty thin hair, so that was like a lot of Elmer's glue
0: to yeah. hold that <laughs> hold
1: that thing up. Um and then I mean I love all sorts of music. This is mm. this is but this I do think that like Predominantly, what it is is folk music, and it's a great vehicle to stel- tell stories. And what um, I'm trying to do with music is tell people's stories and tell my story. So it just it's just a great way to do that. But one of my first bands that I that I was the band lead on was called New Boys Club, B O Y Z. Yeah, uh-huh.
0: and, uh
1: huh, <laughs> and and that was an eight piece like art punk band.
0: So art punk, I would I guess I don't know what the uh, what is this the schism of that genre. What what makes you art punk as a side to, you know, any other kind of punk?
1: Um, probably because we were just like a little too good at our instruments oh, for the other punks to let us to like really <laughs> <Hang>. accept us. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what was going
0: on. Was it uh or did you have a kind of come to jesus moment about about starting to play the way that you play now or, or I mean, was it just I being was gradual? I mean, when I was doing
1: that, I was still gigging in a traditional bluegrass band oh, I see. And, and like like there was a night in my life when I I was playing with a, a dear friend, Classic, on his gig, opening up for Bone thugs and harmony huh. no And I was playing Boeing mostly in his, like, little orchestra pit. Um, and, or, like, more his string section. It was uh, me and Sister Strings, who, actually, they played SNL Saturday. They're amazing. Follow them. Um, they, we, and then right after Bone thugs and harmony I had to, like, Get in my car and drive and play a a bluegrass gig. And it was just like, just it's just how it goes. You just got to do it all. You yeah,
0: know? really rolling with the punches. Just get yourself in a different mindset immediately. um Yeah. um So uh, as you kind of mentioned, I mean, you've you've been playing for for forever. Yeah. Uh, what what what's, what part of your life where you were like, all right, I'm not gonna be a carpenter like my dad. I'm I'm gonna, you know, I'm I'm just gonna play music. Uh, was there ever even a consideration of getting behind a desk?
1: Um, yeah, every day of my life, <laughs> <laughs> when I look at my bank account, and I'm like, <laughs> "Dang." <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's just like something I can't get away from. I've tried so many times. I've gone to college briefly <laughs> several <laughs> times. Um, but at the end of the day, I just always end up playing music it just happens so i um i'm just like old and tired enough to be like okay we're just gonna <laughs> just do
0: it we're just gonna
1: play the music
0: but with 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 that feeling comes a real beautiful depth that you hear in those songs because there is there is that kind of voice of experience in your music. You can you can hear it in the timbre of your, like, vocal cords. That there is... Yeah, it, this is... Uh, I mean, Annie and I keep listening to you and going, and yeah, uh, Johanna at some point is going to get big, big. And... I mean...
1: You know, I'm not even... I don't need all that, really. <laughs> I just, like... I'd love to own... What are those cars and an El Camino? Mm. You know, like yeah. a turquoise one.
0: Like super wide, super yeah. long, and super low. And then, long. like,
1: when I'm when it's all at the end, I just want to like have a trailer in the desert where I can like really see the stars. You know mm. what I mean? And have like a a dog. So, if whatever gets me that.
0: <laughs> I mean that's this not asking line. for much. I I feel like that that is entirely achievable, on the trajectory that you're currently going in. So right. then I you could so definitely on
1: the right right
0: road. Yeah, you could definitely trade a treehouse in for a El Camino. And a... Oh, can't
1: trade the treehouse. Oh, it's in trees.
0: That's true. That's true. Maybe a bathtub <laughs> full of uh, sunflowers. Um, yeah, that might work. Yeah, uh, well we have got time for about one more song. So what have we got to play us out with?
1: Oh, well, you go, you decide.
0: Should uh, I do a dive
1: in a lake or use it up? Or should I do hard liquor? Uh, Annie decides. Use it up? Use it up? Okay. <laughs>
2: do without
0: they uh, are playing us out with Use It Up. Thank you so much for coming yeah, in. Yeah,
1: thank you so much for having me. Oh,
0: uh, literally anytime. Well, whenever you come back to Vermont every three or so months to check in on the uh, the farm.
1: Yeah,
0: for sure. <laughs> but come back in. Honestly, we would love to have you back.
1: Thank
0: you. Um, so that is all we've got time for this evening. Um, and in fact, this is the last re- uh, rocket shop of the uh, 2022. So I will see you back in the new year where we'll have lots of other guests, um, including in February, a clown, which I'm very much looking forward to. Um, but for now, this has been 105.9 The Radiator, LP operating out Burlington, Vermont. I've been your host on Proctor. This has been The Rocket Shop, and good night. Yay.
1: Thanks so much. That was really fun.